The Great Gatsby, Chapter 4, Section 4. He has to telephone, said Mr. Wolfshin, following him with his eyes. Fine fellow, isn't he? Handsome to look at and a perfect gentleman. Yes. He's an Oxford man. Oh. He, he went to Oxford College in England. You know Oxford College? I've heard of it. It's one of the most famous colleges in the world. Have you known Gatsby for a long time? I inquired. Several years. He answered in a gratified way. I made the pleasure of his acquaintance just after the war, but I knew I had discovered a man of fine breeding after I talked with him an hour. I said to myself, there's the kind of man you'd like to take home and introduce to your mother and sister. He paused. Huh. I see you're looking at my cuff buttons. I hadn't been looking at them, but I did now. They were composed of oddly familiar pieces of ivory. Finest specimens of human molars, he informed me. <laughs> well, I inspected them. That's a very interesting idea. Yeah, he flipped his sleeves up under his coat. Yeah, Gatsby's very careful about women. He would never so much as look at a friend's wife. When the subject of this instinctive trust returned to the table and sat down, Mr. Wolfson drank his coffee with a jerk and got to his feet. I have enjoyed my lunch, he said, and I'm going to run off from you two young men before I outstay my welcome. Don't hurry, Meyer, said Gatsby without enthusiasm. Mr. Wolfson raised his hand in a sort of benediction. You're very polite, but... I belong to another generation, he announced solemnly. You sit here and discuss your sports and your young ladies and your... He supplied an imaginary noun with another wave of his hand. And as for me, I am 50 years old and I won't impose myself on you any longer. As he shook hands and turned away, his tragic nose was trembling. I wonder if I had said anything to offend him. He becomes very sentimental sometimes, explained Gatsby. This is one of his sentimental days. He's quite a character around New York, a denizen of Broadway. Um, who is he, anyhow? An actor? Uh, no. A dentist? Meyer Wolfson? No. He's a gambler, Gatsby hesitated then added coolly, he's the man who fixed the World Series back in 1919. Fixed the World Series? I repeated. The idea staggered me. I remembered, of course, that the World Series had been fixed in 19, but if I had thought of it at all, I would have thought of it as a thing that merely happened at the end of some inevitable chain. It never occurred to me that one man could start to play with the faith of 50 million people with the single-mindedness of a burglar blowing a safe. Um, how did he happen to do that? I asked after a minute. He just saw the opportunity. Well, why isn't he in jail? Psh, I can't get him, old sport. 
He's a smart man. I insisted on paying the check. As the waiter brought my change, I caught sight of Tom Buchanan across the crowded room. Um, come along with me for a minute, I said. I've got to say hello to someone. When he saw us, Tom jumped up and took half a dozen steps in our direction. Where have you been? He demanded eagerly. Daisy's furious because you haven't called up. Um, this is Mr. Gatsby, Mr. Buchanan. They shook hands briefly, and a strained, unfamiliar look of embarrassment came over Gatsby's face. Have you been, anyhow? demanded Tom of me. How'd you happen to come up this far to eat? Um, I've been having lunch with Mr. Gadsby. I turned toward Mr. Gadsby, but he was no longer there.